Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. This is Sunday, the 28th of August, 2016. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And uh, bear with me a second here, brother. You there, brother? Okay. Well, that may be best to do it that way, I, I think. It, um, yeah, we are at a very unique time. See, there's going to be people right now that are not really quite ready to wake up. There are those that want to wake up, but they're kind of afraid to take the jump, you know. I mean, you can go through jump school and get in that old 119 or a 130, you know, or even a 141 star lifter. And uh, they upgraded since then. And um, when they say stand in the door, that's all good and well till they get there. Most of the time, they keep it rumbling fast enough and that airborne-type shuffle that uh, those guys don't stutter and bail out or drop out. You know, they go ahead and go. But we're at a time right now that people are looking into this and they don't know whether to stay or they don't know whether to go. You know, it's kind of like that damn song that, that gal or whoever the hell it was come out with. It. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit late, you know. I mean, it's a razor blade in the center. And that ain't too good on your bootay if you uh, one leg on one side and one on the other. You know, it's like a barbed wire fence. It kind of gets a little bit ragged down there. But... Uh, Go ahead, uh, 56, and if you say something, damn it, I want to hear it, because I know you. Um, when you say something, it, it, boys and girls, you better listen. I'm telling you, this guy here has got his stuff together in a little bitty pile. Go ahead. Jim, lighten up on 56. Jim, do you hear me? Here, can you hear me? I got you. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, I was going to tell you, that, you remember, remember the young man we prayed for and had the cancer? Yeah, the young boy? Yeah. Yeah, he went back this week. Uh, he has, uh, He's showing no signs of it and uh, not supposed to go back to the doctor for six months. Yeah. I just want to give you that heads up on that. that it, the power. I thank you. I, I really do thank you. You see, Wade, what we can do, it, it's kind of like when they anointed that uh, cloth in the Bible and they sent it to them and they put it on there. There is a frequency of vibration that you're putting on anything in matter. And it's entanglement by your thought. The thought is the thing. Aleister Crowley was called the wickedest man in the world, a pure beast. <laughs> and in some ways, he, he was. But the 666 there is really certain parts of the 
actual aspects of man in the makeup genetically. And uh, in that sense, we're all the number 666. It is the mark, the number of, say, man. But we have this ability, if we can understand it, comprehend it, and that's where the story of, say, Jacob turning into Israel came in and and different things like that. And what they did was that uh, they could affect time, space, space, time. They could alter matter with the past, present, and future from right here, right now. Because Alistair made this statement, boy, it was true. It's also in the ancient Ayurvedic, uh, um, Sanskrit, you know, Indian text as well. It's not really necessarily Ayurvedic, but it's back in the ancient text. And uh, he, uh, whatsoever thou wilt, that is the whole of the law. Let's kind of clarify that, put it in a little modern-day English. That word will there is the term will. Whatever you will. That is the whole of the law. Because when you will it, you project it, you think on it, you dwell on it, you step into it. That is your deal. You and I both know that if I can sense that shooter... I have the ability to put a thought in his mind. I may not be able to stop him from shooting, but I can goddamn well make him miss. And that's all that I need. But the old saying, they said, man, he only missed us by an inch. The old boy said, yeah, that's as good as a mile. And what we're doing right now, we're at a time, um, I don't know, am I coming through, somebody saying that there is no audio, whatever. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm glad to hear about that young man because, see, we can project and impregnate just by thought. Well, in this agape love feast, you have two aspects. You have the upper kingdom of the Nile and the lower kingdom of the Nile. One of them is a white kingdom, and one of them is a blood-red kingdom. And what it is, it's telling you that there is a time that the bloody red kingdom is to be used and the white sperm kingdom is to be applied. Because they were telling ancient secrets of rejuvenation, but you see, if you go all the way back, you have to go back to the epics of Gilgamesh and the Shemarian clay tablets. And... uh, we're literally gods wearing a coat of skin. But we have to wake up to that and to the procedure or the mechanism. Well, you and I both know, severely and different ones, you know, you put on the iron shirt, uh, the iron palm, uh, flaming palm, Buddha palm. You put on the whole armor. Uh, you can get hit with a pipe. Crap, it won't, it won't even mess your hair up. You have to understand and believe that in order for it to operate. And uh, consequently, uh, humanity has come to a place that they have heard so much, seen so much, that even the real reality of thought, it's extremely difficult for them to accept because it's been made into a movie. It's 
oh, that's just a movie. That's just that's just hype. That's just fantasy. That's just this. Well, see the unique thing, and why I love though Jose. Um, he said, "Your imagination." He said, "Believe it or not, it is the thing." He said, "You'll begin to get to a place that when you imagine or you see something in your mind, you sense or you feel something in your mind, you realize." That just by the thought, you entangled. And in the torsion field, see, that's not my job. Okay, like if I'm to teach people, all i got to do is blow the trumpet and sound it and teach it in a clear mechanism and manner. And and you and I both know if we're in a foreign situation. um, And I start teaching them uh, how to heal or how to prepare or how to renew or or, um, uh, how to take care of their, their people. And uh, I get one, two, three healings, you know, under my belt. All of a sudden, my status just went up in, you know, in the indigenous uh, area that we're in. And uh, then from that, we leveraged it into the team. And then once we leveraged the aspects of our team and our advanced knowledge of many things, and yet we learn from what they're doing, oh, man, we began to sew the unit together. We went native, if you will. See, what happens is that our people have been taught, um, uh, we've been taught to not think, uh, to not associate. Um, If it's out of the norm of society, uh, we shouldn't do it. Bullshit. See, we're on a team. I'm kind of like George Patton. All this individual crap, in a sense, is just bull crap, in a sense. But yet, in another sense, it's not. Because that individualism, even though you've taken it and incorporated it into a team situation, that individualism is what is going to make you rise to the occasion, and then the rest of that team is going to rise with you. And so it's like walking upstairs, the steps. Well, we have, let's say, a three-dimensional world. And uh, if we're like David Bachabid, my beloved king priest, one that had the knowledge, he uh, was fighting an insurmountable situation, let's say, with Goliath, who had six fingers and six toes. So that's 24. So we're looking at the 24 orders of the priesthood as a monstrosity that we have to face. It's in the night. It's in the day. We can't get away from that damn state of mind and thought. But you see, if we have been in the brook, well, what the hell is a brook? That's a symbol of a woman. We have been in the waters of copulation, if you will. We have ventured out in the boat, the womb, seeking for what we might call a situation solution. And uh, once we've acquired that, we can return bearing great treasure, great gifts, because we have the ability to circumvent and overcome that situation. And um, so you'll see that the Mashiach, in one instance, is in a boat asleep. So he's in the womb of creation. He's asleep. The 12 faculties are thought are with him, called disciples. And goddamn, they're scared as hell because they have not fully been discipled yet. Okay. (laughs) We could be in the sea of Tiberias. And what in the crap is Tiberius? Tiberius is a Caesar, a dictator, an emperor, a ruler of Rome. 
Well, who taxed the whole world? Luke, the second chapter, happened to be this cat called Tiberius. Second chapter, why? The physician, you have to heal the right aspect of the mind. And and your right and your left hemispheres are not separated. They've got punji fibers in between. And what you have to do is make those two one. Because that's like joining the male and the female. Like if you took the pituitary and the pineal, you got a, a dick and a twat, shall we say. And there's going to be a little sexuality going on up there. And it's all in the process created by thought within the mind. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, whatever we impregnate that aspect of the subconscious with, I mean, she's going to give it to us. But you see, Aaron, you got to be a son of Aaron if you're going to be a high priest and go uh, beyond uh, the outer court and, say, the middle court, the uh, holy place, subconscious. you got to be able to go into that super court, that super consciousness, that behind-the-veil experience. So you see, Aaron, he's got two A's. Aleph means to plow. So he had to plow in the vagina, and he had to plow in the superconsciousness, or the womb, the uterus. And see, I mean, they tell these stories and these idioms and allegories, but people have to kind of understand what the crap they're talking about. Well... goes with the law of three, got to put that neutral aspect in, which science doesn't do. Well, <laughs> what is science? If science is not in harmony with the true law, then hell, it's not science. It's just some bullcrap that somebody's made up. And um, you see, we've talked about the crown of life, and they're looking for the reward of gaining age, lasting ability, and yet they call it immortality, and uh, John three fifteen sixteen, and yet the days of my people shall be as the days of a tree, and in Isaiah, and that there was Job, and in Isaiah it says, um, the child that dieth at a hundred, and the old man that dieth at a hundred, these are they that are cut off by the curse. What the hell is a curse? They didn't do the law. They were ignorant. They did not understand. Okay, why in the hell are we going to perish? Because we don't understand. Hosea 4 and 6. Well, there's four aspects of the brain, you know, the four winds of creation. 6 is telling you you've got to heal yourself in the sixth aspect of the vab in the four aspects of creation. I mean, they're, these are just simple damn terms here, if you understand what it's talking about. Now, I know that I have to take the laws of heaven, and I have to take and put that upon the circle and the square in the earth. It don't say globe, it says the square and the circle. Circle, you know, like in flat earth type situation. When I do that, then I can know and comprehend all things. But if I change and I alter time, space, uh, reality, uh, maybe go back to the movie Lucy, what was the key element there that Margaret Friedman instructed her as the professor? Time. Use your time. 
If you can't take and procreate it right here, right now, during this space-time continuum, then you want to replicate that knowledge so that it goes forward into a future time, space, and reality, because it is going to manifest. This, this reality, this thought was from the beginning. All you and I have to do is work our little butts up and figure out how in the hell to get our butt in the program and get with it, and uh, then it's going to happen. I mean, that's just the law. And uh, if I look at the the cerebrum, the cerebellum, and then the medulla oblongata or the the medulla bulb, some might call it the serpentine bridge, uh, you're looking at the motor response influx, uh, and we uh, had guys that were trained in, say, Montauk, and um, Cameron uh, Duncan was one of them, and it burned out everything in the cerebrum and the cerebellum, and the only thing left was the medulla, the bulb, the animalistic aspect, and guess what? He could still operate. I knew of a girl I graduated with, or I went to school with. She graduated two years before me. Uh, a fine girl, I mean, she had gotten an accident and lost over a cup of gray matter. She was a valedictorian. It's not like these damn people think and teach. Well, we look at the, everybody wants to take up, let's say if you're a Christian, you'll hear them talking about they got to take the Lord's Supper and they got to, they got to take and, and check themselves out and, and and uh, you're supposed to do this here, and and uh, if you don't do it correctly, then you're uh, many of them are sick and this and that and the other and sleep, etc. Damn, this is something that you do to gain or acquire the tree of life, the knowledge of life, and yet where the hell is this damn tree? It's in the midst of the garden. Well, hell, you and I, we, we're all called the garden, the blessed or beautiful garden. So this tree is inside of us. What in the hell is the tree? Man, I raised in competition with coonhounds, and I bred and inbred some of the finest, and I do the same with cattle and horses and sheep, etc. And there is a mechanism of breeding, as uh, Marion Bonner used to say, breeding by the math, the mathematics of it. In other words, the weight of repetition uh, increases the incidence of uh, replication, reproduction, or manifestation of a trait or traits or combination thereof. Now, consequently, after you've done this a certain period of time, you have uh, good stuff comes up, and you also have a few bad things come up. And if you can't, uh, some bad things you can't let go forward, so you have to remove them from the gene pool. Well, in a sense, it's like your thoughts. There's things that come up in your mind. You know damn good well you better knock them in the head and bury them right now. Because if you don't, they're going to lead you in every kind of butt-kicking situation that's going to be your butt that's going to be kicked and you the one that created the situation. And so you've got sense enough to figure that out and you alter and change that program. Then there's other things that engender peace, good things, harmony, blessing, manifestations of uh, healing, etc. And uh, I have talked about... Uh, 
the secrets of rejuvenation a long time, and I I happened to somebody gave me a copy or two of a couple of studies on the elixir of life that Santos uh, Bonacci um, in Australia, um, which takes you about an excellent, excellent studies. And uh, we had been talking about it. We've been bumping on it. I've talked about it for years, but you can't just necessarily drop this kind of knowledge on somebody. Especially us in the Western world, because we've been taught it's taboo, it's forbidden. Catholic Church don't like it. I mean, there people killed for it, burned it to stake, called witches, wizards, every damn thing on the sun. Because you see, you got to be in the guild of some kind, the guild of healing, the guild of lawyering attorneys, the twister rester of the law the guild of a doctor tater or uh, the guild of a pharmacist, a pill pusher, or the guild of an accountant. Uh, uh, I mean, you see what I'm saying? you you got to have some kind of goddamn degree or teaching uh, that puts you under an authoritative, uh, orthodox type of system of control because that's how the damn government, the state, makes a living off of everything. They did not use the true knowledge of Inanna and Hermes that were given to her by E.A. Inky. If you really break E.A. down, I had a young man at uh, former major U.S. military um, out of New York, and Bob uh, gave me the breakdown for it. God damn, E.A., the way it really was written, it's basically Y-H-V-H. I am, or my name is Inky. My name is the Creator. <laughs> and when you begin to look at this, somebody says, well, you're relegating God to a... No, I'm not. I'm understanding the concept of the story and seeing what in the hell is taught and how to apply it. Well, I understand soma. Soma means a body, like in the human body. It's an aspect of you. Ambrosia. Oh, man, that there is a, a delectable elixir. Uh, 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 <laughs> an ambrosia. You might have a, a, a type of a salad made. They call it ambrosia. They're pretty damn good. You might have uh, Helma if you're in India. Well, different terms that's used all over the world. And uh, <laughs> as you begin to look at some of this, um, um, there are things that uh, either you really think about what you're reading or you're still bridled, girdled, saddled by the trappings of, say, Rome. And uh, a lot of people with Christianity do not realize that Christianity in reality is the the Church of Rome, the Roman Empire's fabricated teachings from 325 in the Council of Nicaea. Boy, let me tell you something. I mean, after 
that make their heads spin around, their wig get on fire, I mean, the bush catch on fire, I mean, son, you ain't got enough water to pour on them, and you may not have a rocket fast enough to catch their ass as they run down the road, because it just scares the mess out of them. They just can't hardly deal with that, because they've been taught it's a taboo, it's a forbidden, it's this, it's that, whatever. We know that in certain aspects of healing, the scriptures teach about uh, drink from our own cistern and our own fountain. And then uh, we know in another place it said it's not necessarily he that drank it the first time, but it's he that drank it the second time. You know, you might have stumbled into it the first time, but by the second time, you, you didn't have a taste and a whip, as the fellow said, and uh, you're in a different situation. <laughs> Praise Yahweh. So, as we begin to look into this, we have to stop and think about what it is we're seeing, what we're hearing. You hear him talk about mon-atomic gold, and I just broke it down as mon, M-O-N, and atomic, A-T-O-M-I-C. I love that movie, Lucy. God, I've watched it I don't know how many times, and they got that blue powder, that purple powder, she calls it. Remember, purple. Purple is like blood. Yes. Yet there is an aspect that that particular powder, as she calls it, they had synthesized, was used in the development of a child, and it was like an atomic bomb. It created and caused the full growth of that embryo. I mean, just boom. It just blew through the womb. Well, there's things like that in the mind that do the same thing. And uh, if you can empower those thoughts, those aspects, uh, you could use the physical temple body uh, to enhance your sexual passionate emotion because passion and fire is basically a related term. And so... uh, you talk about uh, Abraham went up the mountain and he carried his coals, his embers of fire. Listen, he carried his damn passion with him when he went up the mountain. Now, if you're going up the mountain, you better figure out what kind of a mountain that is. <laughs> See, that's yes, the mountain of the womb of the mind of creation. And he has your son Isaac, the son of laughter, with him. As a reality, as a thought, it makes no difference. But he was ready to sacrifice that child, that thought, that idea. And the angel stepped in and said, stay thy hand. For there was a goat that was caught in the brambles. They're telling you an idiom that the goat was caught in the hair of a woman's delta. And so, if you went to air, please, she's called a hair, H-A-R-E and H-A-I-R, and she's associated with the rabbit and the rabbit hole. Yes. You're hearing these things all this time, and you don't even know what the hell you've been hearing. He said, don't go cohabit with a woman uh, when she's in the flow of the issue of blood. Whoa, wait a minute here. Whoa, what, is this really a biblical deal? Uh, did the God really tell us this? Or is somebody trying to screw the damn information around here? 
They went to the Council of Nicaea. They redirected this thing. They took out certain things. They built up certain things. Who, far, why? Uh, Who's benefit? I, I don't care about the benefit for them. I wonder what the reality of it is. It's only then can I build a house on the square. Yes, if I don't have a square house, and I don't know how to jack that foundation up here, there, yonder to make it take and balance out, and that building, it'll have a rocky, rolly floor in it, and you might drop a marble over here, and it'll have to look like a golf course. You know, I mean, it'll go any damn where. So you got to kind of get your foundation squared away. Then you can build the house that you want on it. House of Beliefs is a place that you're comfortable in. Well, I know the secret of age lasting ability. I know the secret that's contained in there that refers to the crown of life. But that's a difficult thing sometimes, just dropping on people because they're not necessarily prepared to hear that. And it don't make any damn difference uh, how good, bad, or indifferent they are. It's uh, Mary Magdalene was a burr packer, a perfumer. She is an aspect on the Corpus Colosseum. She sits on the mare of the sea of thoughts in the brain. She's married to the Messiah pineal gland that's went to the chrism state and sent forth that electrical charge that goes into the delta fornex, fornex, two pillars of Heracles, the Hera must cleave, otherwise you're not going to have no impregnating thought, I mean you must understand what the cells are really being taught here, excuse me, that's going to trigger that visionary state in the hippocampus, hippothalamus, uh, the time horse of the mind. That's going to activate with the pituitary, which is the main controller gland of the body. So whatever in the hell you think when you activate the pine cone, the pineal, it's going to go through that process. It goes over the corpus callosum, and the punji fibers are going to activate, and you're going to light up the main primary control gland called the pituitary. Some of them call it the third eye. Got over your eyebrows. If I hit the Goliath with a sling, a rock that's been polished in the brook, in the womb of the mind, and I hit him between <laughs> that, that armor on his forehead, his helmet, and that soft spot between his eyes, I have hit him in the primary controller gland and stunned him. I now can cut off his head. Told you a process of how to take and alter the mind. Well, this drink that they wouldn't give to Gilgamesh was the drink that the gods, so to speak, used because it helped them maintain a state of age-lasting ability that most of us have learned to call it uh, immortality. Not quite correct, but nevertheless, uh, kind of heading in the right direction. 
Well, <laughs> Saul had a vision. He went down to Mesopotamia because he seen a man waving him on down there. But when he got down there, where'd he go? He went to Lydia, and she got her household, her temple, her maiden. Oh, crap, the Vestal Virgins, the Hori Priestesses of her Delphi, uh, Delphi uh, uh, Temple, Delphi. Oh, crap, that's like a Delta Zone down in, you know, that pubic area down there between your legs. She got all that together because she she understood the principle, the concept, and Paul was able to teach her and share with her even a higher form of knowledge, shall we say. It's right there in front of me. Sarai, Sarah. Damn. Every priest, everyone in the lineage of Abraham, Abraham, had to go back to Sarah's house and find a wife. Laban, her cousin, uh, the two daughters, uh, uh, Leah and Rachel, they had to go back and they had to get Rebecca for Isaac. Damn, those were a lineage line of priestesses. These were not some ignorant-ass women. These were women of renown. Hell, they were as important as any uh, Abraham was. But the patriarchal system has stacked the deck so that the male aspect is predominant, not teaching and explaining. That the male aspect of thought, the Peter the Petros, the Phalus of Jeb, uh, the rod of Nim, Nim's rod, Aaron, oh, the rune, the rod of Aaron that bloomed, uh, budded overnight, uh, that he'd been dead 40 years. Listen here, he was dead in all four aspects of the temple mind. He was dead in the four powers of the winds of creation. And then one night time, bow, something happened, Bubba. He was behind the veil. Listen here. If he was behind the veil, then the Shekinah was accessible. And he probably had what is known as red shoulders. He was able to go behind the veil of foe into the deep cycling aspects of the brain-mind. And there he was renewed and rebuilt in one night's time because of certain aspects of that action, if you understood it. But hell, there was only one more behind that, the temple in the wilderness, the fourth in the back there of that third aspect. Then there was five, and then there were six, because if you didn't go to the sixth level, you couldn't get to the seventh day. So you got seven chakras, I mean, and they're up in Aries and the brain. <laughs> oh, man, listen here. This is such a wonderful story that if you understand it, I mean, God have mercy. I, oh, listen Ooh. here. I mean, this is better than any all-day sucker a young and three years old and six years old would like to have. I mean, that'd be called good, good, very good. You know, man, it just get gooder and gooder. Mama, come on, give me my sucker back. <laughs> but the Pretty thing of it is is that when you look at this these simple things nature teaches us some things 
we're used to looking at this. We lose uh, a sound in this. Uh, we learn to look and see what's going on around you. A woman has more gold in her physical body than a man does. And they're looking for the mind atomic gold. Remember, I told you now, there's something about there's enzymes in the minds in the womb of a woman that creates the atomic state of growth and rejuvenation because that's exactly what the hell happens, and they reveal it real well in the movie Lucy with Morgan Freeman and... Uh, um, oh, it ain't Scarlett O'Hara, damn it, but um, whatever it is, she's a good-looking little blonde. And uh, uh, she's in that movie. I mean, and, and, and here we go. The story is right there in front of you. Well, if they're looking for monatomic gold, and yet she's the iron male, remember that group in the 60s, 70s, 80s, right along in there, called the Iron Maiden? They're talking about a woman. Yes, sir. Ain't a man. You ain't no damn Iron Maiden. Hell, you couldn't pass iron if you needed to. (laughs) I mean... You're the white kingdom. you got sperm, and there's things that you need there, and it's essential. And I'm here to tell you, that red kingdom, that better be a woman. Somebody's got a problem. See, the Nile is referred to as the river of life, just like Jordan, talking about, really, the mid seas flow of a woman. So if you washed yourself seven times in the blood flow of a woman, you rejuvenated. Remember Naaman? If he had told you something hard to do, you'd done it. He gave you something easy to do. He lit up so the he sent you down to the crossroads, as the man said. They tried to make a devil out of it. Yeah, go ahead, Jim. Ask me a question, too. Let me kind of get a breather here. You know, when he when he dipped to seven times, uh, he also raised the chakra up to the kundalini where he was able to receive what he was desiring. Yeah, in a sense, that is correct. Uh, see, Jim, um, in a woman's menses, her outflow, now remember, the soma only comes to the body of a god or gods. The agape love feast is a, a, agape means two gods making love, you know, in a state of love, and yet it is a place of feasting. So what in the hell are they eating? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, you. somebody needs to get that out of reckless. We need to do a little cognitive thought here. There is well, a fruit of vine. Um, I still have to kind of be careful. I mean, no matter how much I'd love to teach them and tell them and explain it to them and give them this and that and the other, and I've done it in pieces all through God for years. But you see, you have to allow a person. In the military, we found that we had to teach something at least five times at a fifth-grade level just to get the majority of the people to even understand it. And they're having a rough time now with this dumb down education because now this is goddamn dumb. Hell, we like let's go down to third grade level, you know. <laughs> and yet when we get one that understands, I mean, 
Uh, see, you politically correct is not designed to enhance and bring out the best in people. It's designed to bring out mediocrity. Yes. Well, if I know how to cause your body to renew, to rejuvenate because of the cell salts, oh, shit, there's Aries. You see, that's up in the top of the cranium. And uh, the cerebrum. And then the serpent, the biorhythm of the body. And Santos does a really good job on teaching that. That's why I put it in there. There's a couple of them. Matter of fact, there's a couple more I've got. I've, I've run across one lady today. I'm telling you what, that woman is the best I've run across. I mean, damn, she got a head on her. She knows what the crap she's talking about. And I'll send a copy of it out there, everybody. <laughs> but, uh... <coughs> Excuse me. You know, I don't cough all day long. And I can get on this call. And I can start teaching. And the cough is when I run into people's minds that are having difficulty in the way they think because of the bindings. They've been bound by their religiosity, their churchianity, their so-called morality. Most of them really good, decent-hearted people. They just don't have a damn real clue what the crap they're even dealing with. They're fighting and opposing themselves, but they don't realize it. So you have to teach them and keep them. Uh, and remember, you're dealing with children that have simply lost their way. Then you can help them. Otherwise, I'd get to a point that honest to God, and there's times I, I must admit, why in the hell are you even telling them people. Why are you even attempting to reveal it to them? Let them damn die. But you know, I remember training troops. They used to call me Sergeant Son of a Bitch and everything else. But it was because, kind of like Wade says, you don't habitually train. You train for a purpose. You train for a mission. If you don't do that, somebody's going to die. And I like to sleep at nights. Kind of like when I do surgery. I learned like Denton Cooley to tie the triple knot in surgery because I wanted to be able to sleep. I didn't want to have to go back in and have to go do a job over that I should have done the first time. Because I only double knotted and I was so tired, I just missed one. And it come undone and he's bleeding to death. I mean, oh no, I'll triple, I'll triple shoot you right now. I'll do the same thing if I'm going to take you down. I'm going to triple nail your ass. Now, don't worry about it. You're going to be dead when I'm through with you. Yet. I don't carry you to the upper room. There wasn't no 120 in no damn upper room. It was talking about 12 of them in the upper room. The upper room is the superconscious mind. You could use sexuality and that woman's got an outflow and he's cut off in the midst of the week. 
the first three and a half days, she catches and she has time to renew, recover, rejuvenate, special private time. In the midst of that week from that time forward, she goes to straw. Very unique things can occur because in her menses is the stem cell foundations of the ovum and the neonatal foundations of the ovum. And they knew that when they talked about the sacred, oh, sacra, sacred, oh, damn, that forbidden special, right away the stone, hell, the five bones in the coccyx or the stone, they're fused together. Excuse me, if I don't get you to roll away the damn stones of limitation, so Lazarus, the power of a God, can be revealed in and through you, your ass is going to die. You want a thorn in your flesh? You've got a dorsal thorn called the very coccyx down there at the base of your spine. The thorn in your flesh is because you don't understand and know how to use it. I don't give a damn what your preacher preaches. That son of a bitch is selling his or her wares. Yes, sir. That's exactly what the crap they're doing. You want to go get your shoes shined? You go down to a shoe shine boy. You go down to somebody to just tickle your ears and make you feel good, better your butt, and breath. Oh, you can't ever tell he might even cuckle your old lady for you. If you don't know what that is, go look the term up. <laughs> but nevertheless, there was a reason that they shook hands and they knew those that labored among them, those that were young maidens or virgins, had very special high ranking and esteem because they were clean women. And every time they walk down the street, you know, I mean, there's a lot of time that's hairy and got a big beak, as the fella said, but that asshole ain't worth the crap. You don't know where the hell he's been and what he's drugging through, so to speak. See, a woman's benefit was her ability to produce children. You mess up a woman and her ability to produce children, boy, let me tell you something. That was a hanging or a stoning offense, so to speak, in the old time. Because they understood. When that flow occurs, there's certain cell salts that are there. When they're mingled with the white and the red kingdom, you're seeing semen and the blood flow mingling at certain times, and the benefit is rejuvenatory and whether you like it or not, folks. I mean, hell, we even proved it in the lab. I mean, they do research on it, and uh, the Scripture even teaches that the wicked are wiser than the children of light because they've got sense enough to listen, study, and find it out and use it. The children of light sit over there like a bunch of dumbasses and don't realize that... <laughs> this is a mechanism of how to... Uh, Increase your electrical current. See, people don't die of cancer, they die of no currents. Um, 
I took and ordered all kinds of cell salts and different types of books and stuff because I wanted to teach me and the children. And I knew the secrets of honey, so I helped them build a honey house. And <laughs> one of the deals that I sent y'all, uh, there's a gal down there that teaches the secrets of ministration from their perspective. I mean, some of them got good things, some of them better. Some of them kind of missing a few links, but it gave you the idea. This is not just some alien and foreign format. This is from the honey colony. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness gracious. But nevertheless, see, all of these things are in there. Now, Jim, if you don't mind, I'm going to throw this to you. I'd kind of like to see what the hell you got on the burner or anybody got in there with you. Uh, uh, give me a chance Brother, to kind of wet whistle here. Yeah, and, you uh, go ahead and do what you got to do. I muted it so we should have a clear uh, recording on this here so they can go back and really listen to it a few times and get the gist of what you're saying. Well, I was just double checking to make sure everything was turned on and wide open, as brother said. Well, uh, it's ready for you whenever you're ready, brother. Well, you you go ahead and kind of, you know, take a dab at it or stir the pot or whatever. Let's see what the hell comes up. You know, I mean, let me let me wet my whistle here a second. I understand, folks. I mean, I, I mean, since I come on the call, even before I come on, I've been kind of bathing in that their power and stuff all day today. I mean, this here call is, I'm telling you, if you really meditate on it and think about what he is truly saying and not just be a hearer, but be a doer of these things. Uh, I mean, you talk about when it says, come on, baby, light my fire, it will definitely be lit. I mean, because it's been radiating all day. I knew this was going to be a fantastic and great call. And I know it's going to go out everywhere because this is what the people need. They're looking for age-lasting ability. He's given the secrets of what was taught, you know, eons of time ago. And he's bringing it to the forefront for us today to where we can get a grasp and receive it. And I definitely am accepting it and endeavoring to walk in it the best I know how. And I will apply it. I mean, yeah, it's, but, yeah. they, they have to, you have to make your own call there. No one can do it for you. You have to judge for yourself. But I'm telling you, folks, this is a mighty call tonight. Go ahead, brother. I'm yeah. sorry. Jim, no problem. That, uh, I agree with you. Uh, Amber's way uh, makes a statement. She said, I'm very familiar with the starfire elixir of the gods. It's the drink of immortality. I engage in this. It's magical and mystical. It's a stargate. And in reality, your body is the stargate. See, th- there's unique things. Uh, a male and a female physically mirror image the action of the 
deep mind in the sense that the male and female um, pineal and pituitary interact as, let's say, a phallus and a vagina within the realm of the mind. And that activation is occurring there affecting the hippocampus, hippothalamus, uh, which is the gate of sight. Um, and uh, through the fornex, delta fornex. And so if you see them with marijuana, the reason they fight against it is because delta-9, tetra-hydro-cannabinol, delta-9, is telling you that marijuana has the ability to open the nine levels or aspects of thought in the delta aspect of the brain-mind continuum. And it's why the sentient smoke tents carried a three-legged sensor that Nostradamus used and it went to the Gimri which is genuine meaning German, Germain uh, and so you're going to Saint Germain and the red and the white powder the elixirs of longevity and they're telling these stories but these people do not understand what the hell they hear let's go to the Druids and they said oh man they've done this they oh listen here just hush a minute the druid took up great oak or ash trees. They dug massive holes, and they buried them upside down in the earth. And they were a symbol to those that understood of the great world tree called Yudrasil. <laughs> An aspect of immortality found in the mind. Yes, with the body. I am the vine. You are the branches. Wow. What if it's I am the root, the tree, the offspring of the root of David, the king priest. You are the branches. He's telling you the story of the druid. Yes, sir. Right there, brother. Yes, to see when you deal with the tree or the dam, the dame, you're dealing with the woman of creation. If you're dealing with the tree of life, it's got to be the genetics. The genetics is in your spine. The male and female aspect of it would be the two serpents that go up the rod of Hermes or uh, uh, Apollo or Mercurius. Uh, and, and you're dealing with the two uh, energies running up the spine, being the Eden and the Pingala, and they're going to uh, the brain, which is the, uh, the the pearl of great price in the midst of the field, or the uh, golden uh, and uh, pearl orb that's on top of the uh, of the, of the uh, scepter of a pharaoh, and he wasn't a pharaoh till a woman picked him. Because without the flow of blood, his ass was just barren. He wasn't shit. So, I mean, somebody better get hit out of rectus here and figure out what the crap's going on here. Yes, sir. Folks, that's what I'm saying. What he's bringing forth is a mighty thing. Wow. It is in the sexual waters, MJ. See, if I'm going to walk through the height and the breadth of the land, wherever I put my feet, I understand it. 
and I've lifted up my eyes. So I have to lift up my eyes to a higher level of thought. But when I walk through the height and the breadth of the land, remember, I'm in the earth. I'm not a part of it. But I must take the laws of heaven and put them on the earth because I am given the command to take and, and, and bring forth and tender this garden. And the Eden is a state of mind that is within the mind, and from it I rule the earth and those things that are therein. That is what in the hell we're supposed to be doing, folks. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, the uh, DNA. Um, I remember when I was in, uh, had a trained human mind, I think, a computer, Colonel Forrest Gregg, or Greg Forrest, however you want to call him. He was a retired uh, U.S. Air Force colonel, and uh, he was a psychiatrist. And he and his mother had been going to Mexico and experimenting with stem cell therapy. And, man, this guy, shit, he looked like a 30-year-old man. Uh, you know, young man, heavy, well-built, strong. And uh, Forrest was up in years. And uh, he was really doing the same thing. But they're trying to do it through a physical license situation. And, and folks, in reality, I mean, hell, if you got a, a maiden around there, damn it, that little darling, she's got it right between her legs. She's got more between her legs than they ever going to put in the goddamn building down there with a license and a doctor tater behind it. Yeah, you're right, Amber. Starfire is menstruum, the red pill. That's true. But you need to put the white pill with it. See, there's, there's things to this. I've told you before. There's more than uh, one paddle in this P-Row. You have to learn how to paddle a canoe. And see, if you're in a canoe, you're, you're dealing with a woman again. And uh, it can. Um, they had one of the doctors was 65 or 7, and uh, he partook of the uh, red pill, as you put it. And uh, hell, he had fired him up so much he had to run around block two times, I believe it was, to get calmed down enough that he could do the rest of his work. And uh, they found that uh, they could reverse their hair color. They could do all kinds of things. Hell, that's exactly part of the secrets and the stories that you read about St. Germain. And uh, the rejuvenation experiment um, all over the world. But you see, they have kept you from this. They have made this taboo to you. They have forbidden you from taking the true Eucharist. You can't catch it in your hand anymore. You can't eat it out of your hand anymore. See, when it says that once a Mashiach explained and taught this to him, he said many of them no longer followed him. And uh, he said, uh, he looked at Mary Magdalene, he said, what, well, shall you go too? And she said, nay. And those that left says, this is a hard saying. Who can bear it? Who can do it? Who can fulfill it? They didn't understand that this was the secret the starfire seed, the drink of immortality, the Soma, that went back to the most ancient times, 
never denied Gilgamesh. Yes, sir. And if you go back, like you were talking about St. Germain earlier, I mean, there's some videos out on him. Well, I mean, but even in history, he was known as the man who wouldn't die. And I know but King Louis. They can't. They can't teach about people that live over about 120 years of age. It screws well, up their insurance program. Yeah. Well, King Louis, uh, I believe one of his quotes was, you know, he couldn't tell exactly how old he was, but he believed that at that time he was well over 2,000 years old, but he couldn't swear to it because he didn't know for sure. He said, but he told of certain things that happened in history. The only way that he could know that is by him actually being there and being part of it. He said, because yeah, they, he had, was, uh, they had they had a guy called the Hermit uh, in Europe. In four different countries uh, record and have records of him. He lived in a cave. And see, that's another thing. The mound builders, they lived in the mound, the muds. <laughs> they excuse me. They dwelt in the longhouse. The longhouse is like the house of the women, but it was dug down. Those that dwelt in those mound homes or subterranean, you know, submerged type homes, a shaman would dig a hole in his tent to go into the womb of the earth to travel, and. Um, if they stayed in a cave, etc., those that had cancer and certain diseases after a certain period of time, hell, they would disappear. Damn, they don't want you doing that. You might decide to go live in a cave for 60 days. How much money would they lose on that damn cancer and their chemotherapy? Yes, sir. All the money-making business to them. I'm telling you, they do not want this type of knowledge known. And uh, well, brother, I mean, what you're bringing forth, man, this is worth any amount of money that people could give. I mean, I'd like just... to really tell them, but uh, the thing of it is, is that I sent out some linkages that they'll read some of them. It'll get them thinking. But uh, I don't want to give them so much that it just, you know, I choke them. And uh, for some of this, uh, these people, they hear it, they see it, and they want to literalize it. And um, I love them, God dang, I know they mean well, but damn it, they just got to stretch their tank cords. It don't mean what the crap they think it means. And heaven and earth comes together because if you take that which is in heaven and put it upon the face of the circle and square of the earth, then you can know all things. You can control all things. Otherwise, without that knowledge, that angel with the sword that turns every which way will not let you back into the state of paradise within the realm of your own mind. Yes, well, like he says, he don't want it written on tablets of stone. That tablets of stone means he don't want it literalized. He said this is a spiritual thing. He wants to be written on the tablets of our heart, which is a mental thing, to where it becomes alive and part of us. 
Well, he wants it to come alive in our heart, our mind. But like I said, remember, uh, I'm not praying for you to take them out of the earth. Listen here. As the fellow said, what's between my legs is down here in the earth, and I'm planning on using it. <laughs> yeah, me in my mind is in the realm of heaven, and I'm planning on using it. Yes. And I'm going to find out how to put the two of them together. Yes, sir. And bring bring forth a sure manifestation. Well, like uh, MJ says right there, he says, stand in wood cheek. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Standing woo cheek. (laughs) Praise Yahweh. Anyway, you know, I mean, I I, I don't want to brother, I I don't want to push them too far. But I do know that the first three and a half days that if a woman catches her cycle and mixes it with water, they have a garden, if she will. Give thanks for it and bless the garden and sprinkle it on the rose in the garden. She will grow more fruits and vegetables than you can imagine. Because the creation salt comes from Aries, the head, the cerebellum. And it flows down as an anointing oil through the entire body. Therefore, it anoints from the head to the toe, just like the anointing oil comes down over Aaron, Aaron. He plowed into the second realm of the high mind, and the anointing oil could heal those that are around about, the physical realm and things around them. Listen to the story. Yes, sir. Are you going to read that uh, thing, or did you already do that? No, I didn't read it. I didn't want to mess with it too bad. I understand, I sent it all to them. Those that out there got it, hell, they can read it to self. <laughs> Sometimes you can put something in front of a person to the point that it's so damn clear that it just knocks them off of their stool. I don't want to do that. I just want to think about it. And uh, if you don't like it and your preacher don't like it, he'll go listen to your damn preacher. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to lose no sleep over it. But I'll be honest with you, I'm going to be keeping on, keeping on. Yes, sir. But like you also said, like the Messiah said, go and do likewise. I mean, he spoke it. Oh, yeah. the only way it's going to get you when you don't you just don't you dare despise the power of the ancient religion. Yes, sir. You may not accept and know the true belief, and you may scoff at it this and that and the other. But let me tell you something, folks. There's folks out here that do know it, and they're getting the benefit of it, whether you do or not. There's another scripture, and I used to tell some of them righteous fundamental. Pentecostal type folks I grew up with. I said, let me clue you in, boys and girls. The scripture said, the sinner, the publican, the whore, don't you forget that damn drunkard. They're going to go in for you. Because 
your righteous bullshit limited ideas can't let you get into the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and it is found in your own mind and body. Oh, yes, sir. What do you mean by that? I said, I think it's probably time to go do a little studying. Where's your head? Where's the me? What's in you? What are you called? And if you're called that, who in the hell is in your temple? Is it you or some wild ass? You're just being, you're you're being sacrilegious, no, sir. I'm trying to get you to get your head out of your sacrogeal complex down there called the ass so you can see where the hell you're going. Sometimes you rock them. Sometimes you talk them. Damn, but I like that. Hell, sometimes you're even forced to glock them. Yes, sir. I mean, that's right. He rode an ass into Jerusalem. He sure as hell did. The son of the pole of the ass. Oh, damn, I ain't even going to get started. <laughs> <laughs> he said the Lord had me, though. I can talk about it a little bit. I mean, I, I, I don't really want to blow the doors off of it. I want them to think some. And uh, there's things that I can tell these people that, I mean, it's really true, but getting them to understand it, uh Well, why do you why do you always uh, when you create a Gilgal and there's older women in it and some are out of their cycle and out of their phase? Why is it you always insist that a younger woman be there? I said, Would you like to be young? Well, yes. How about you? Oh, yes. I said, Well, the reason that younger woman is there is to assist you. And becoming that way. Now, we're going to teach you how to take your power, your knowledge, and we're going to assist that younger woman so that she can become very, very powerful herself. And so they begin to kind of think about, you know, because it, you get a couple of three, four women together, they kind of want to bump shoulders with each other. You know, he's going to be the biggest dog in the field and all this kind of shit. And uh, I guess men the same damn way. I all want to crow. And uh, the biggest dog usually has the littlest thing, as the fellow said. So, I mean, <laughs> just because you're the big dog in the woods don't mean you are the big dog. But uh, you start teaching people and watch them. And you help them. Sometimes they can get a grasp on it. Sometimes you have to break up that Gilgal and reintroduce it to another one so that someone that's really uh, advantageous can go know them that labor among you. Know those women that uh, have the knowledge or the ability to want to. Some of them I can teach and get them started, and it scares the mess out of them, and so I have to leave them alone. They, they can't go there. And uh, I can't give them the rest of the secrets. But uh, 
I do my best, you know. I mean, uh, I make a lot of mistakes. I'm, I'm an average everyday fellow just like everybody else. Uh, but I have read a book or two. Go ahead. Well, brother, you want me to unmute them so if they have any questions they can ask? Yeah, go ahead. Let's see what the hell we got. All right, you're unmuted, so if you have any questions, feel free to Gary. ask now. Gary? Yes, sir. Rocco. Um, yes. As far as uh, I understand, uh, I believe I understand what you are saying, but I'm at a point where I see, and yet I am not clear as far as the political situation is concerned, as far as what is, okay, and what is not. I know what is not pretty much, but what is. I look at this uh, political situation with uh, uh, Clinton and Trump, and I see uh, more devil, but then I see some good in Trump. Well, I can agree with you to a certain extent. I, I, I don't see much good at all in old Hillary Hillary. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't care damn much about her. But here's the thing. What I'm saying to you, find a circle. Find a group of young women, middle women, you know, whatever, where you are. And begin to work your prayer. Learn to use your ability to rejuvenate. And uh, teach them the secret of how to share in that rejuvenatory uh, a somatica, the somatic drink. And uh, you will be amazed at how your own mind begins to open. Just be careful and know those that you're messing with and that you allow into your circle. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. I ain't worried about Trump and them. Them several guns are in another damn system. Yes. And, and and here's the thing. The one that gets in there, only the creator's going to allow to get in. I don't give a damn about the Electoral College. I know they're set up to, to screw the people at the vote. And, uh, but I can go into this realm of the mind. And I can take and straighten their damn program out. I know I feel spiritually something's going to happen that's going to straighten it out irregardless to a degree. Well, it's going to happen between now and about the 11th and no later than about the 20th of October. Uh, yes, these people right. better get ready. Um, um, Jubilee is terminating here about the 14th of September. Um, 29 in Louisville is coming up at the end of it right there. And Judgment Day, according to scriptural text, is going to be somewhere around the 11th of what they call October. And uh, by the 20th, uh, there's a reason they had to drill in boots and stuff, because the crap hit the pan. And um, all of a sudden, somewhere no later than probably December, they're going to start seeing this second sun. Uh, The chemtrails and shit ain't going to be able to cover it no more. And see, there's certain places on the planet you can see it now. I mean, uh, that's why I've been telling you. I mean, I have been under pressure myself to prepare foods, to do this, to do that. 
And uh, first being in, they looked and said, Gary, why are you doing this? I said, because I'm telling you, you're going to need this. Yes. You're going to starve to death if you don't have this. If you don't have these herbs, these extracts set back, your body is not going to recover from the goddamn crap that they've created that they put on the land. Right. Spiritual wickedness and rulers and all this shit in high places. I said, that ain't talking about some damn angel flying his ass around in the sky up there somewhere. It's talking about some asshole in rulership. That's the damn spiritually wicked. That's the powers and the principalities. Look up the definition of the terms. It ain't talking about some damn group of angels up there. It's talking about a bunch of sorry-ass men and women that's shitting over you that you bow down, suck up to and say, Your Honor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're going to wake up and find out the true God is on your shoulders. It ain't at damn Washington. It isn't at damn London. And it sure as hell ain't at the Vatican. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm in total agreement. Now, what about the uh, power, the grids? Um, will Maybe there that's be... why I'm doing stuff right now to where uh, my food and stuff doesn't it don't make a rat's ass to me if the damn grid falls flat on its butt. My forefathers uh, took went across the prairies and everything else. Didn't know nothing about electricity or a damn telephone. Yes, that's why I'm I doing made, some. I made. Uh, I took twelve pounds of lean shouldered beef roast, dried it. You know, got it cold enough to slice thin, dried it. Yes. Put four pounds of uh, of trimmed lean uh, uh, or clean tallow and rendered it down. Mixed it, dried my blueberries and dried my dadgum craisins and mixed it together after I run it through a grinder and chopped a mess out of it and formed it up. And I've got eight quart bags, a minimum of one inch thick of pemmican. It's been known to last up to 50 years and be highly nutritious. It don't need no refrigerator. Okay. I mean, listen here. Uh, brother, I am doing what I know to do. I know a lot about a lot of things. And I do my best to teach them by example. I do it. They come over here and they'll say, what do you got? And I say, well, what do you want? I, I, I've got uh, a kimchi uh, fish. Uh, it's a kimchi and it's a fish. And, uh, uh, man, it tastes delicious. And uh, they, they, they said, man, Done its fault? Nope. Because I knew what to do to get it to lacto pure and lacto cure. And uh, I've got, uh, let's say, four gallons of uh, of goju uh, tang, which is a red hot uh, Korean style chili paste in the front yard. It's in a crock out there, and I checked it the other day. It's turned around. It's been on since the 16th of April. Yeah, it is getting better and better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And and I've got kimchi, I've got soy sauce. I mean, I've got some soy balls that uh, well, she made uh, squares. I just made balls out of mine to hook them. They've been in the in the honey house out there for a good two months. It's time for me to break them down, bust them up, and wash them off, and then uh, 
uh, put them in in uh, my pots of uh, of uh, fermented uh, uh, soy stock. You know, I'm making my own uh, 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 soy sauce. I mean, I'm not worried about them anymore. I'm making my own fish sauce. I'm getting everything ready. Why? Because I'm in this world. I'm not a part of it. But I know that there are certain things that I have to do to survive while I'm in it. And I okay. teach my children. What temperature does that have to be kept? Well, it don't make no difference. Sometimes it's 95 degrees out there in the front garden or the garden. Okay. What about the winter time where it gets, say, below zero here? It make a damn bit of difference. Hell, in Korea, okay. you'll see them out there and they have three foot of snow on them. And hell, they'd be fine. Okay, good. Okay, I'm, okay. <laughs> Brother, that's why I, I tell people about doing these different things. I mean, I've seen this stuff done, and I do it myself. Uh, I work out my recipe. I, I got two uh, uh, German-style crocs, 1.5, 1.7 gallon, which is about, what, five liters, I think they are. Uh, with weights on them, and I've got two different kinds of sauerkraut going. One is a Bavarian, and uh, it's not hot. One, I fired it up a little bit, uh, because that's my speed. And uh, so I've got it going. Well, it'll be ready to taste, uh, let's see, that's going to be the 8th or the ninth. And then four weeks from the time I started it, which is going to be about the 28th, 29th of September, It'll be ready to eat. And um, I've already laid on the very best full all-beef wieners and stuff like that that I know what's in them and got them prepared, and I'm just waiting. And uh, when push comes to shove, then uh, I'll take and uh, fix those, stir fry them, use uh, uh, red, green, yellow, orange, uh, uh, bell pepper, a couple of big uh, <laughs> damn, thin sliced onions, about six eight uh, big garlic smashed, um, maybe two or three uh, trim French shallots thin sliced. <laughs> uh, excuse me, some julienne, <laughs> damn, some julienne carrots. And uh, I'll stir fry the sausage and the uh, veggies up. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, once I've got it where it's starting to caramelize, uh, I'll throw the lid on it, shut it down to low, put it up. <coughs> Excuse me, 15 minutes, and then kill it and let it coast for, say, 10. And then you can put it on a bun, you can put it on rice, you can put it on all kinds of stuff. And... Uh, you took something cheap and turned it into one hell of a fine meal. Excuse me. I feel your energy. <laughs> feel your energy. Thank you. Oh, I love kimchi. You don't have to add nothing. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> to that fermentation process, uh, thank you. Uh, all you have to do is put it together, use a kimchi recipe. Manashi uh, does real good on the web. Excuse me. 
and um, you mix that together, and uh, 24 to 48 hours it'll start to ferment. If you really want a good flavor, you go at least four days. Uh, excuse me. And uh, if you do Korean, it go up to seven, and then uh, you can do whatever you want. Me, um, I find the places to have my ongi harangi pots uh, outside. Excuse me, to get them out of, um, uh, say, excessive heat, uh, but it's starting to fall off now. And uh, so I've got all the barrels around the honey house. Excuse me, I've got to buy two more uh, 55 gallons, and uh, I, I think we've got one every four feet right now. And they're basically filling up in the pitch. Range, excuse me, range good. Two to three days, Max. <laughs> oh, man. We keep the extra rain. You can take and put a screen over the top. <laughs> Excuse me. That prevents mosquitoes uh, from getting in there and creating the uh, larvae zygotes, and it prevents the um, leaves from getting in them. So you have basically drinkable or potable water. These are all food-grade barrels. And um, if you don't use it for that, you can always take gallon jugs or gallon buckets. And let's say that uh, you lose power and they don't have the sewer facilities, a gallon bucket will, excuse me, flush a toilet. So, I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, um, I like a few creature comforts. I just know how to maintain them. So you're saying roughly in December, sometime in December, we should see that planet coming in the northern hemisphere. You should see it maybe before then, but at least... Sometime in December, December they're they're climbing. Um, I, I'm just, uh, you know, getting people to understand about the secrets of, of immortality. Um, You'll be a, a surprised at how many people don't know. And if you did explain explain it to them, they can't wrap their head around um, their moralistic view. They're taboos. They're forbidden statutes and stuff like that. And uh, you can't help them. And um, so I don't worry about it. I mean, I teach those that want to know. Um, yeah, I like a little local honey myself. And the reason they can't wrap their head around it is because of the old beliefs and what the churchianity has filled their heads with. Well, the secret is with Moses and them, when they came out of Egypt, uh, they wandered in the wilderness 40 years. 40 basically is a generation. All those that were above the age of, what, 20, 21 died. Why? Because they couldn't change. They could not eliminate their old damn limiting ideas and beliefs. And the new generation could be instructed, and they grew up to take over. And... uh uh, I agree. I've, I've got bees in the wall, and I've got two hives that uh, they're coming to right now. The, the scouts are coming, so I keep it fed. You know, I keep the honey uh, in the feeders so that uh, 
or sugar water in the feeders of the curb, but yet I also include the certain essential oils because it gets rid of the varroa mite, things like that. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're preparing everything. Uh, there's a reason the honeybee is used, the queen bee. Uh, she eats a particular thing, you call it royal jelly. Damn, <laughs> it's kind of like her menstruum. Um, she uh, is unique uh, in very unique ways. She can only be impregnated once a month. Basically, they'll call it once a year. They're telling you once a year she can have a child. I mean, uh, they're telling you very unique secrets. Uh, there are seven days that a woman is coming. There are seven days that she is in. There are seven days that she is going. And there are seven days she's in Ma, her blood flow, the new moon, the dark of the moon. All these things are contained in these scriptures. They tell you when, where, how, and and, and what to do to uh, rebuild your system. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Damn, I can paint a picture for you up to a certain extent. But uh, some of you people, I don't know if you just want to come and hear hear me really just blow the slats and the doors off of it, but you got to remember, I, I still have to live in this in this world temporarily, you know? I mean, damn. <laughs> I'm not interested in being on the, the, the object of the roasting fire early in the morning, you know? Yeah, but thank you for the knowledge that you brought forth for those of us on that and that are able well, if to... Well, if they would listen to what I sent out and, and what I've said, I mean, hell, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to add two and two and come up with uh, 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 four uh, because, uh, I mean, uh, really, truthfully, two and two is not going to be four, it's going to be six. See, people forget about the reproduction aspect. One and one don't make two, it makes three, at least. Two and two don't make four, it makes six, at least. Folks, you're out of time, you're going to really have to use your mind. I mean, I can't help you do everything. I can show you, I can point you in the direction. God damn it, if you don't do some plowing Peter on your own, I can't give it to you. I don't give a crap who you are, how much I think about you. I mean, uh, there's people that I would love to teach, but they absolutely cannot fully wrap their minds around what I'm saying. And so I, I more or less have to just push them away and go on. And uh, uh, some of these people I really care about, I really like. And... Uh, Color doesn't mean a damn thing to me. Other, you know, I mean, I I know what it is. I know what it means, and 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 so it's not a fearful thing to me. And uh, you got people out there; they're they're scared of their own shadow. Hell, the 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 close redeemer for Ruth could not redeem the land of Naomi and Ruth, even though he was a near kinsman, because he was afraid he would lose his inheritance. But Boaz. 
I can conceive of a thing, went in, and he redeemed the land and had Bo, uh, had uh, uh, Ruth and Naomi and the land. People don't even understand what the crap the hell's going on. He When he throwed his cover over her, he was sleeping with that woman. Damn it, come on, wake up, folks. Head out of rectus here. This Christian bullshit that they've taught you in commerce is just that, bullshit. That's how they've controlled you, your lives, your families, your children, the land for centuries. Ain't going to damn change if you don't listen. I agree. I agree with you, brother. I mean, like you said, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You might put a little salt in it, but that's about it. Well, I might be able to tickle her a little bit and entice her some, you know, and get her to where she kind of might have maybe want to go down that primrose path with me, and we'll see if we can find a rabbit's hole, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, uh, if, if she ain't willing to go there, there ain't nothing you can do about it. You might as well just go on down the street. I understand that. I agree with you, truth, bud. I have to change me. When I change me, I see those that want to know this secret gravitate to me. And I give them the secrets that they're looking for because I cannot give them anything greater or better than the crown of life and the knowledge of it. Well, you have said there, everybody's contemplating what you said. I mean, you're you're giving them the secrets to the crown of life that everybody's looking for and what it's truly saying, but because of the Christianity aspect of what was being taught, it kind of goes through one ear and out the other or right over their head. I mean, they maybe for a split second they say, ah, I see, but it's like that mirror. They look in the mirror and see what manner of man we are, but then we turn and forget. I mean, yeah. brother, I knew this was a mighty call. Uh, I mean, when I heard it earlier today, when I was in a conversation with you, I mean, I, I've been radiating all day. I mean, even right now, my every fiber in me, I feel so energetic, I can do flips. Yeah, that's why, man. When I find when I find a woman that has sense enough to understand, oh God, I try my best to give them the best, to give them the knowledge, to to give them the power. See, I mean, we need women that are equal. If they wrote that woman, that high priestess, she was equal with him because his ass was not a payroll if she wasn't there. The thing that made Abraham special was really Sarah. She was the one that... Sarasati, Sarasati or Saraswati. 
is the hidden dark aspect, the Kalima aspect. I've got her sitting up there. She's robed in gold. She's got the flames of fire all over her head, you know, like tongues of fire. She's playing her lute. She's in a lotus position. She's the blue-black aspect. And um, it's a brass figurine. Well, I've got some really nice things. Y'all was really blessed to me to have unique things. And um, Saraswati is one of the four rivers in India. And uh, she went underground. She always been in that water. And it's not that she's not there. It's just that she does not blow on the surface any longer. She goes down to, the, I think it's the Ganges, the Ganja River, the River of Bang, Bangladesh, she might say. The Bangladesh. <laughs> I mean, see, these, these people, they, they, they hear it. They don't even know what the hell they're hearing. <laughs> Wow. And the 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 women, I mean nowadays people got it all twisted around. It was the women that held the authority and the power and the man just kind of that's why they make them wear the burkas and everything else to hide that aspect and say that they're the controller, they're the ruler, they're this, they're that. Well, what they've done is they have now effectively got a war between the woman and the man. And as such, it's always a dog-eat-dog deal. It's a one-up, you know, who's going to get the best up on the other. And they don't realize that what they're doing is they're using them to divide and conquer them and their strength. Um, And uh, so uh, it's... As you come from this, that's why uh, I tell the children, uh, there's a young man who's just crazy about my granddaughter. He's been waiting 11 years to get her to go out with him or that he could ask her out because his intent was to marry her. But uh, Shawnee, um, knowing he's a fine man, he's a fine young man, but he has grew up as a friend kind of like a brother in a sense. And she just cannot comprehend him in the sense that he wants to be comprehended. And further, he is so structured in his fundamental belief system. And she told me today, she said, Gee, she said, I talked to him. She said, but I have watched him with all of the teachings that you've shared with him. He said he still is rooted in his beliefs. And she said the two of us could not walk together because of the simple fact. I can't give up my beliefs. I know what the truth is. He can't give up his because he's afraid to look. And I said, honey, don't worry about it. I said, you will be fine. And she will. And, um, I mean, you, it ain't because she's bad looking. I'm here to tell you, man, she walked by and make a baby cry. You know, I mean, this gal's got everything put together. And, um, good looking brunette, long chestnut, beautiful hair, slight red flecking in it. You know, you'll see it. Goes all the way down to her fanny. And, uh, I mean, she's a gorgeous girl. You know, I mean, damn. Um, <laughs> well, whatever. You know, but uh, 
the fact of the matter is, is that, see, they have to believe correctly. And uh, she knows that that won't work. I, I mean, I've ruined her in the sense that I've exposed her to the true knowledge of life. And yet, I haven't ruined her at all. I've given her the ability to make her choice. Uh, one time there were men offered gold to, to buy Dana. We were in a law class in Dallas. And uh, she come to me in tears, and I said, what's the matter, honey? She said, Dad, are you really going to sell me to one of them people? I said, honey, I ain't selling you to nobody. She said, are you sure? I said, baby, I said, I love you too much. Grant, I, I wouldn't do that to you. I said, I have never done that. I said, if you don't like that dude, you don't take that dude. That's your choice. That's not mine. I'm just here to teach you, to show you, so you can make that right choice. But it is up to you. She said, I don't like none of them. I said, then you're going home with me. Don't worry about it. You understand what I'm saying? I love my children. I love my girls. I'm going to protect my girls. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to make sure that they have land and fix it in such a way that they, as women, can take and control the land without some damn hard dick idiot sucker called a damn whatever want to come and try to take it away from them. Just because he thinks that uh, he can get stiff and walk down the road and, and click and clang, and he probably couldn't go past the road anyway because he probably really don't know how to click and clang. He just thinks he does. So goddamn aggravating, bunch of dumbass people. The land always went with the women, right? That was their inheritance and their children. Absolutely. That's why the the grandmothers were on the council. Because the grandmothers, you you got some of them, you know, they're bitches from the get-go, though. They don't really think about it. They're ready to fight anything and anybody. And then you got some of them that are really wise, and so hopefully uh, the grandmothers. Uh, that's why the the male chiefs are not in there because they all, uh, you know, they they got a cognitive desire to fight for war, but the women understand the consequences of losing a child, a grandchild, etc., and what it will do to the tribe as a whole. And see, so this is why the wise uh, grandmothers, the the mother, the teacher of the house, is always a woman. She's the nail, the hook of the tent. And and uh, I can't help what these people like and don't like. I mean, this is the reality. We need to go back to the re- reality of things if we're going to have peace and harmony on our planet. I agree with you, brother. I mean, because people nowadays don't know which ends up or which ends down. Which is right or which is left? I mean, they're basically going in circles and not going anywhere. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, twenty five, but I, I hope I'm making you understand. I mean, I'm a strange fellow sometimes, that's for sure, and uh, I can be country and. I can be other things, but I'm more comfortable being country. 
Yeah, and I love that saying you usually say every once in a great while about being a country fella. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, a lady asked me, she wanted me one time, and she was in a witch's circle. And so I figured she appreciated the true sentiments, but she was going to send a card to her daughter. And so they come to me, and they uh, they knew how I think and what I do, and I was the wise man that they would come to. And um, I uh, signed her card and wished her well. And I said, uh, from the country man that dwells in the hollow of her tree. Shalom. Oh, my God, you'd have thought I poured gasoline on her, man. <laughs> but I am the cunt tree fellow. I understand that the tree is that woman, and that's where you better go look. And Buddha told you that uh, immortality begins and is found in the vagina, the womb, so so to speak, of a woman. Somebody better listen. Buddha wasn't parting around with you. He told you the truth. Yes. But it's just like it takes a country fella to get things done sometimes because you got all these sophisticates out there don't know which ends up. They don't even know. Well, like what, the fella said, you better know how to thump a watermelon every now and then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! This is such a blessed and fantastic call, man. I know it's going to go out in places that it's going to go everywhere. Well, I, I asked MJ to look up a couple of things for me on Hill of Myrrh and, you know, a Mountain of Myrrh, Hill of Frankincense, because, and and he wrote a really good study, and so I, I sent it out, and, and I knew after I asked him if I could uh, kind of spring from it, and I could tell when he wrote me back that he was really concerned that I might just really mess the program up, you know. And uh, so I decided, well, and I kept dreaming over the night. He said, no man builds on another man's foundation. I said, okay. So I wrote him this morning and told him that I wouldn't use it, but I'd recommend it, which I do. He's got a really good mind, and he means really, really well. But with what we've said tonight, go back and read and look and then read what I sent out to you about uh, some of the ancient knowledge and the secrets and so forth, and uh, listen to Carla, I mean, to Santos Panachi, and um, think about what it is you're reading, it, and you will see the secrets hid right in front of you. And uh, see, if I'm to drink from my own cistern, my own fountain, and yet if I go and I sleep with a woman that's in their flow, I'm uncovering her fountain. He done told you where the fountain is. Yes, And what it is, but he's done told you to eat and drink from it. Yes, sir. You, you see what I'm saying? So you, you have to understand what it is you, uh, you read. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, I love that 25. Mark Twain said, I never let my education interfere with my learning. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I, uh, when I said, cunt, tree fella, you have to take that C-U-N-T, happen, T-R-E-E, fella. Oh, and I love dwelling in the hollow of her tree. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jim, hell, it's 848. What are we going to do? Y'all got any questions? Let's do it. If you don't, well, I'm going to throw it up in the air and go on down the road, do my rat killing. Maybe this will help somebody. Folks, look, I, I, I don't want to just, you know, pull your underwear off and spank your butt and send you down the road. I'm I'm just trying to get you to do your own thinking. I mean, uh, there's some of you, and I, I, I know that uh, you've been married, and you have to cut the light off. When you take your clothes off, you got to slip in the room in the dark. But there's some of us out here, hell, we leave the light on, and we take our clothes off, and we just have a damn good time in the light. <laughs> and so, there you go. I mean, uh, you just kind of have to think about where it is you are. And, uh, you know, I mean, if if you don't want a little bit of light, maybe you need to find you a night light every once in a while. And pretty soon you might get up to where, oh, my goodness gracious, oh, son. You might uh, enjoy the light show. Yes, brother. Uh, Michael Joseph wants to know, uh, to ask about the three magi. Elaborate <laughs> on it. Well, the three wise men in the conscious, the subconscious, the superconscious mind. They come from the east, a state of light. From the Orient, and are, you might hear him say in that song, they come bearing precious gifts, gold, myrrh, and frankincense. Well, during that special time, Cirrus is rising, it's in the spring. That's a time of purification. They came bringing their gold, their semen, their myrrh to make her smell good, be perfected, etc. And their frankincense. And there they found the child, the product of those things that presented that knowledge to that child. As you begin to come down the line, you're seeing the child mature and grow and wax in favor with God and with man. And then that child, in the sense of the analogy, began to teach it to all men. That's what we're doing. That uh, yeah. kind of answer your question, MJ? Yeah. He said, thank you, brother. Yeah. Yeah, 13, I agree with you. I mean, a slim, trim, good-looking. I mean, that. Uh, yeah. oh, my goodness, Mom. Be is, uh, is six years older than I am. We'll be married 50 years on the 4th of February, 2017. And uh, she still got that little trim slim, good-looking little 
nice looking butt cheek she's got on her and I like seeing her with nothing on just as well as I do watching her in a dress or whatever and at 73 she's still a good looking woman <laughs> so I mean you know you can take care of things and make it look fine I agree with you uh, every now and then we all kind of like to have our shoes shined if uh, you know what I mean The gold is uh, the uh, outflow. She's higher in gold, monotonic gold. The rejuvenatory aspect is in her outflow um, than it is in a man. He's XY, she's double X. So if you took the three X's, you know, put together with the Y, uh, you create unique things and situations. And that's where the knowledge, the secret knowledge of, say, the Menage a trois is involved. Kind of like that. The women in masonry are members of the Eastern Star, the Brazen Star, are they not? Merkaba is a feminine aspect, and it is the light body, the being. See, in sexuality, when in, you're in the union, the real union is projected by a thought of the mind that goes into the brain. And when that activation is there, you now have the holy anointing oil union copulation in the mind, the high mind, as well as in the lower realm. So you have now become the king, the ruler over Egypt, the upper and the lower kingdom. And now you are in control of the flow of the Nile. And she brings forth and is fruitful during her season. Does that answer a little more closely? Yes, sir. You must have passion if you're going to do anything, Mother Truth. With no passion, and no directed will, you can't do anything. So that's why David, uh, when uh, they brought the Shulamites in, and he could get no heat from that hot-looking young woman, uh, they knew the kingdom was over with. That priest-king could no longer function. And see, there's even a time limit that it gives you about uh, a priest can act in office and this and that and the other. Uh, he ain't necessarily doing what these people are teaching, and there are preachers that are practicing what it really means, but they're not doing it in a correct way, and therefore they're creating problems in the situation, the family, the the body, believers, etc. You are both male and female. You're one blood. You're one flesh. Now, as you join together. See, I mean, uh, there's men, there's women that all of us have come in contact with. Uh, some of them, I mean, oh, my goodness, make a baby cry. You know, if it's a good-looking gal, I mean, to tell you when she walks, you know, wherever, son, I'm here to tell you, got to turn that conditioner on. And then there's guys that will walk by, and those guys, gals will look at them and say, oh, my, oh, my goodness. I mean, man, they see that six-pack, and they see the this, and they see the that. 
they're not seeing that fella down the road about three, four, five years after he's had a baby or two, and he's not as wound up as he was before, and now he's got about six inches overhanging his tool shed, you know, and and uh, he's a little bit slow in the rowboat. He's not as sensitive as he was before. I mean, I understand what you're saying. That's why the modern system of marriage, as it's now taught, is really not the original way. And if you go back and follow the original way, the Roman Catholic Church, the Brussels, Belgium uh, system of commerce and bonds and downtown London and, and the UN and in the goddamn commercial district of the United States, uh, the fascist empire, it would all go apeshit because you would not be participating in their system of bonds, marriage, uh, etc. No. Well, I guess truth bug in a sense that may be true. Um, but in reality, everything is really already present in us. It's just that people think they have to go to somebody else to find out about it. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'd say they're constantly fighting. Um, I guess it would depend on the state of mind and being that you're trained and thought and brought up in. See, um, I was taught that everything would, I could change it. I didn't have to fight nothing. All I had to do was alter it. So I never spent my time worried about fighting every damn thing. I'd hear Pentecostal people that I grew up with around, man, they were fighting devils, they were doing this, they were doing that, and the Baptists were the same way and all. So I call them the Baptocostals, you know, I mean, and then the Methodistas and so forth and so on. And I mean, every damn one of them, I mean, uh, I, I was at a place and they had a bunch of witches and they didn't believe in the devil, they didn't believe in this, they didn't believe in that. But if you got to listening to them, they, oh man, they would have been better off having just one damn devil. They had devils in their mind with so damn many of them. Shit, man, they'd have needed 10 million armies uh, out there just to kind of slow them down a little bit, you know? Every, every part in the road, so to speak, every bump in the road was a damn devil. <laughs> so you got to stop and think about it. If you don't give space to it or place to it or you don't make a place for that crap to come in your mind, it can't exist. It's all in your thinking. Now, if you want stinking thinking, you're the one doing the stinking in your thinking. Yes, sir. And they can't blame no, they can't blame oh, there no is one. A, there is a deal with no erection, Metatruth, that if you know what to do, you can get the erection back. You get her passion back. And you can make, oh, listen, you can turn mama into that young woman she was when you first got into her. And you know something? She just might be able to help you get your ass back down the road to where you look like you was when you was back there then. You know what I'm saying? As they they say, ching a ling. Jingling, huh? <laughs> 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 
you you have to do these things to wake them up. I mean, um, we can walk by. Um, I ran energy on about 50 ladies that were witches in different states of array and disarray. Many of them were all cycling at the same time. It happened to be in a summer solstice. Every one of them, their cramps, their pains went away. Their cycle didn't stop. The dysfunction in their body disappeared. I ran enough energy that I had an overflow from each of them. And so I absorbed it. I held it, much like, let's say, John Coffey did in the movie The Green Mile with Tom Hanks. Great movie. Oh, man, I just love the part that Coffey plays. Not your beverage, but nevertheless. And uh, I came home. It must have been 3, 4 in the morning. I was wore out. I'd been over the Triangle in Texas. And uh, we came in. Gary, it is really late. I said, yeah, it is. I said, hon, I love you. And I said, I have run energy on so many people. I'm carrying a light charge of energy. I said, I want you to run your hands up and down my spine and draw whatever excess energy you want to rejuvenate your body. She said, but you're, I said, just do it. She said, but you're going to sleep. I said, honey, I have enough for you, me, and three other people. And so she did. Next week, man, she was just totally empowered. And um, I had been with Justin and Lori and them and a couple other guys uh, from Celtic Light, Lake Charles. And they had carried me as guests to uh, to their uh, summer solstice. Man, it was it was really nice. There was a lot of really nice people from a lot of places there. They had a fire circle in the back and so forth, and it wouldn't light. And uh, I commanded the winds to come, the fire to light, and it did. And uh, got a quick a few of them out because they wasn't used to that kind of stuff, but. You can do all kinds of wonderful things. You can control and direct your will. It shall be truly according to your will, whatever thou wilt. That is the law. I love you. Wow. Wow, this is a powerful call. Yeah, the two spines that carry the ark is your Eda and Pangala. They carry the ark of the covenant, your spine. The Pharaoh's cap, the the French uh, red knitted cap, is at your head. It's like a condom in a sense. Uh, you're seated on the the ark of the covenant because it generates from the sacrococcygeal area of the spine, which is where the dorsal thorn or fin is located in humanity 
and that's where the uh, sealed stones are in the coccyx, which is the uh, stone that must be rolled back so the power of Lazarus can be brought forth. I mean, this, this is really what you're reading. So all the biblical stories is pertaining to the mind and the and physical body. Oh yeah, they're pertaining to the mind and to uh, the uh, the sacred sacrament, the red cleric of the flow of the woman, the appropriate time and how to use it. Um, there's things that I really don't teach and and I really don't want to get into because man, they, it's very difficult teaching some of these people. Um, now, once I get them and I know them and they're in the program, I can talk to them. But, uh, man, just to pull this rabbit out of the hat and start flashing it for these people, I'm here to tell you, they can't stand the rabbit much less than the damn hat. You, you understand what I'm talking about? Well, yes, sir, and plus they'll take it and run not knowing really what they're doing, and they'll go in 10 different directions try and thinking they know it all. <laughs> well, whatever. Look, Jim, I'm going to get out of here. Hell, we already run 908. I don't want to be late. Uh, I, I thank y'all for taking the time and allowing me to get here and run my my old countryfied head, as a better said. But uh, anyway, well, brother, y'all have a good evening. Brother, we thank you for coming in here and sharing with us. I mean, because this needs to be known. Everybody's looking for the fountain of youth and the age lasting ability, but no one knows where it's at or how to get it. But thank well, God for they, the knowledge you're bringing forth tonight. And if they do it instead of just hearing it, then they can realize it and see it for themselves. And once we know, like you said, we don't have no need that anybody teaches because we ourselves would have applied it and, and become to know it. Yeah, uh, that's true. And and see, like, here's another thing. You might look up on the web, uh, cellular or cell salts. And what you really want to look for is Dr. Schusler. Schusler's cell salts. Uh, There is one you can get that has all 12 of them in it, a bigger bottle, about 1133. I bought a bottle for everybody on the farm. Uh, and um, I got several books and different things just so I could show them, you know, where it's associated and how it runs. And say, this is what is in menses of a woman. That's why when you reclaim it, you're reclaiming the cellular salt, just like you are, uh, are in, say, semen therapy. And uh, by knowing how to make the certain elixirs and this and that and the other, I know how to make the white powder and the red powder. And so mon, atomic, mons is the feminine womb, the, you know, the mons. The atomic power is kind of like in the movie Lucy. That's what gives the ability of the cells to rejuvenate and to grow into high power. And, and see, so if you can use some of these analogies to kind of help you stretch your tent cords of understanding, you literally can heal yourself. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Folks, this is a mighty call. I mean, you need to go back and really listen to it. Well, number nine, bless your little darling, feedback and countrified heart. You know something? 
Here be the deal. If it's crap, they're going to find out real quick. They know what toilet paper is. If it ain't crap, they're going to take it. They're going to realize that it's true gold. And then you're going to be the one that's going to have to use a TP, the toilet paper that is. An old boy come up to a little bit of fella I knew. And he looked at the white boy and he said, I'm fixing to whip your ass. And the old white boy wasn't big as a popcorn part. He was a rod buster on a damn uh, rod iron crew. He was a foreman. He looked up at him and grinned and smiled. He said, well, son. He said, the easy part is over. Better looked at him and said, what the hell's that? He said, the talking that is. And he commenced to whoop his ass. <laughs> so all you got to do is shake the tree long enough, and son, you're going to find out whether you got a pair of them down there that can clang like you a Jim Dandy in Texas, or whether you need to go buy you a pair of cymbals so you can sound off and just make yourself thank you bad. But anyway, <laughs> folks, we, we love you. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> I love you, Jim. Shalom, prosper, be a great good health. Love you, brother. Bless you and your family, and thank you again. This has been a wonderful and great call tonight, brother. Jim? Yes. It's Lilu. Hey, Lilu. How you doing, Lilu? Good. I just wanted to drop in and listen to the call tonight. I'm kind of coming out from from the dark, I guess, resurfacing for air. Just wanted to say hello and thank you for the call and I appreciate the knowledge. I'm still listening. I'm still learning. Maybe not at the speed that I would like to, but I, I just really appreciate the call and I just wanted to say hey and tell you guys I miss you and I'm going to be listening, so thank you. Wow. How long have you been on there? The whole well, time. Welcome. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I didn't know that because we've been thinking about you know what? You know, if if you ever come on anymore or not, pray yeah, God. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I, I haven't. I I've been meaning to. I just I've been forgetting as I'm caught up with baby stuff and you know my head up my ass for lack of a better term with everything else that's going on. So I'm finally gonna designate at least you know Sundays to try to be on the call and connect with everyone. Yeah. I just wanted to say hi. We're doing well, much better. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the call tonight. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And like I was telling the people in the car earlier, it's one thing hearing what's being said, but the thing is it's not to the hearer, it's to the doer, those that do the will of the creator. If You know, that's where the power is. That's where the understanding is. You know, by us applying it, that way we... We know it. We know how to do it. We know what, why we're doing it and everything else. You know, it says take up our great power and reign. How are you going to take it up if you're just listening to it and not applying it? Absolutely. No, I agree with that. <clears throat> and I know that when I was immersed in, in focusing and learning on what's important, then the abilities and, and everything just 
revealed itself and opened up before me instead of, you know, so many times I've asked you, you know, I don't know where to look for it. I mean, I read stuff. I retain as much as I believe I can, but I really have to practice it to understand it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and it says when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I don't mean necessarily a student, but I'm just saying when somebody's really wanting to know, you know, the 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 truth will come forward from someone that has the truth to where you can understand it and grow thereby. Yes, some pretty amazing things, you know, have been happening as far as the visions that I've been having, what I hear and what I see. And um, it's on a regular basis now that I feel I can tap into it where before I felt really disconnected from it. So the more I spend time in meditation or just in that frame of mind throughout the day, um, the more the truth is revealing itself to me in the path that I'm supposed to be on. So it's really important that I just, I focus on that and not all this, this other BS that's just going to, you know, go by the wayside eventually. I feel like I've been spending all this time focusing on all this stuff that doesn't mean anything. Uh, The time is coming. The time now is when things are, I mean, where the rubber is going to meet the road and either people's, you know, going to get in the game or or there ain't going to be no place for them. And, you know, it's, and like what Wolf said earlier, and I ain't trying to speak for him, but, uh, you know, like he says, you know, he, he's told us in so many different ways that, you know, some are grasping it and others are not. They take it and just throw it by the wayside, you know. And when the time comes, they're going to be looking for it and they ain't going to be able to find it. Are you still in there, White Wolf? Oh, I'm listening. Well, I, like I said, I wasn't trying to speak for you, but I know that, I mean... Oh, no, you, no, no. You're doing bad. You're doing bad. And Lulu's doing bad. And I assume I, I, would like, I would like to do another fire circle with you all maybe next Sunday if you're interested. Oh, I can do one, will you? Uh, you want to be cranked up right now? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, well. How can I say no to that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think well, anybody. Sure, are you right here in the Wahoo? Sure, sure. See, this is that oil I'm raising up. I'm raising it all the way up to Aries, so that that divine feminine aspect can take and allow that oil to be descended down upon the atom, upon the physical body. Shwack we uh you feel it around you now, Lilo. Sure. Sure. Top your head, sell your feet, sweat the way you get it to Lilo, do you feel it now? I do, I feel it wrapping around my head. Sure. Sure. I'm gonna break it right on down from your head, right on down. Sure. Sure. 
your thighs to your knees, down to your feet at the floor. Sure, I want that wahi, wahi, hi. I'm buzzing like a bee right now. (laughs) See, uh, this is the thing. People don't understand that we're all connected. No place, no space, no time. Excuse me. Wow. The only ones that don't know are those that don't know. If this gospel, this big good news, be hid, it'd be hid from those that don't know, those that are ignorant, those that are cut off from it. So you have to understand, um, you gain what you require, whether the rest of them do or not. It doesn't make any difference. I get to sleep with my blessings. They get to sleep with their curses. Fair enough. If they'd have made blessings, if they'd have made blessings, they'd have got to sleep with them. Well, I tell you what, Evelina's been advancing in leaps and bounds, mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, unfortunately for what for what I've been going through, I haven't been able to focus the amount of attention that she deserves and I really need to I find that when I spend more time doing that with her and I just started giving her different rocks and crystals that I thought would relate to her and assist her as well and just spending that time with her is helping me as well so every time I bless her with the knowledge it blesses me as well it will it's kind of like all of a sudden the desire to give milk to her. You feel the difference of changing the nipples. Yeah, it's pretty astonishing. And I just, again, what you do is you remember, you take that and you share that knowledge, that energy with her. And little bird will continue to grow. See, it doesn't make any difference what people think. It's what you think in your mind. Whatever your will is and where you direct it with focused, controlled, conscious intent, that is the thing. That's why we prevail. He hath made our mind as an adamant, a hard, plenty rock stone. And therefore, they can't penetrate our thoughts, but we can penetrate theirs. Yes. Anyway, Thank I love you. you. I'm going to get out of here. You have a good night. And um, I'll see you all, by the grace of Yava, uh, next uh, Sunday, as a man said. Well, damn, let me uh, copy this page while I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. Come on, Mama Dog. Look at it. Anyway, love you now, Jim. Y'all have a good one. Shalom, prosper, and be in great good health. Same to you, brother. We love you now. Thank you for tonight. Good night. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a wonderful call. I mean, and that's, you know, 
that's what we're trying to tell people. I mean, it's to those that adhere to and apply that divine law and what's put forth, that's what's going to keep you alive to where you'll have age-lasting ability and to where you can grow in understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Not what these... I feel like I need to lock myself away sometimes and just focus on that. I'm so easily distracted by the the everyday mundane grind, you know, the rat race and all that. Well, if you don't... I hate to admit it, you know, that's really what happens most of the time. Like, if I just distance myself from all the distractions, whether it be, you know, people, places, or things, whatever it is, then I can just focus on that. Like, sometimes I was... I think I should be out in the middle of nowhere around nobody. And I would have more information and understanding than I would being right in the, you know, in the mix of it all. I understand, but so many people are caught up in the mundane things of life. I know they got to do certain things to live, but they're they're being tossed to and fro by everything that's said out there, by every wind of doctrine, so to speak. You know, they're running back and forth and actually ain't going anywhere. I mean. If they apply the truth and what was set forth in the beginning and quit worrying about everybody else and everything else and concentrate on themselves and what they have to do, because the bottom line is we, the only person we can actually help is ourselves. I mean, we can tell our families and do things for our families, but they're going to have to make the decision for themselves. We cannot make it for them. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, 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 I'll do this, I'll do that. But it's like looking in the mirror like the scripture says. It says, behold, we look in the mirror darkly and see what manner of man or woman we are. We see that we're, you know, in the image and likeness of the creator. And we hear these things, but then we turn and we forget about it and just toss it aside which is not what we're supposed to do. It says don't be a hearer only, but be a doer also. And that's what we have to do. I mean... Yeah, there's, you know, I at one point was, uh, for lack of a better term, prideful over being independent from anyone or anything. And then when it comes down to it, you know, without being able to grow my own food or, you know, treat my own ailments, then, you know, what am I without everyone else that knows how to do that? If I can't go to the grocery store right now and go get my food, I'm not going to be able to, you know, sustain my family. I understand, but like... I need to refocus my attention on how can I support us in that aspect because... I don't believe in vaccinating my daughter. I don't even have health insurance for her right now. I'm in between finding new health insurance for what? For me to bring her to the doctor? He's just going to tell me something I'm not going to believe her. He's going to disagree with anyway. No, I understand. People are caught up in the commerce aspect. I got I to gotta go to work. I got to get a job. I got to do this, which I understand we got to survive, but that shouldn't be our main focus. Our main focus should be on what is set forth in the Word and how that we can 
you know, through our meditation and understanding of what the Word is really saying, that we can bring things into manifestation. But a lot of people don't know that. It says, by our words we're justified, and by our words we are condemned. And it says, out of the heart, the mind, the mouth will speak. What's truly in our mind, we're going to speak out through the mouth, whether it be a blessing or a curse. You know, and and it says the tongue can set on fire the very course of nature. In other words, it, can, it will create destruction if we don't watch it. We have to order our thoughts and our tongue too in order to cause these things to come forth and manifest. We have to guard over her, the middle subconscious mind that is within us, that we don't get all these here rampant thoughts running through our mind and we don't know which ends up or which ends down. I mean, we have to discipline them. We have to take control and do the right thing. But everybody, and I'm talking from my own uh from my perspective, I mean, I can't answer for no one else. But, you know, I have friends who say, well, this or that. He says, but I see that you can do that, but I can't. I said, because you're hearing it, but you're not really grasping what's being said. And he says, well, yeah, but I go to church. I said, well, that's fine. You can do those things. Like I told him, a wise man changes his mind often but a fool never does. And I said, I, you know, I kind of believe that because, you know, there's truth out there and it's not just found in one place. It's found all over the world and many different people have bits and pieces of that truth. Well, and and I understand that. And I've never felt like I've had real firm understanding of the world being that there's so many different spiritualities, there's so many different ways of doing things or different understandings. I guess I kind of get caught up between, I don't really know that much about Christianity because like I've told you before, I've really pushed that aside out of my life. I was more interested in, in, in Buddhism or Hinduism, but you all show the connection between the different, you show the truth between all the different spiritualities or religions, and it's hard to decipher when you're trying to learn all of this stuff, what's the truth and what's the BS, and you have to use your own judgment, like your own personal perception of it. No, I understand like when we started the Divine Mind Group and White Wolf, you know, had the School of the Prophets and things like that there. I mean, we're endeavoring to put out there what it's really saying to where people can get a grasp. We're hoping to spark something within them that will cause them to go seek and search out and see for themselves. Because like, like I tell my friends when he asks me a question, I said, I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just hoping that we can spark something within you where it will cause you to go see for yourself. Because when you see for yourself, you're going to know. 
and you won't have no need that any man show you. You're going to know for yourself because you saw it and you applied it and you see that it works and that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and like, uh, like I was telling a friend of mine the other day, I said, you know, uh, you know, when it gets to where the rubber meets the road, all these friends that you think you have and this and that, and hopefully they are true friends. I, I can't answer for them. I said, but when it gets down to where things start happening, you know, the, the scripture says, seek me while I may be found. It says, because in the day of adversity, you're going to seek me and I won't be there because people's minds are going to be on, how do I get myself out of this situation? They're not truly going to call on that true divine nature of the ever living that's within them. They're they're going to be worrying about saving their ass. And it's going to be too late because they're too busy doing too many other things and not really focused on the true nature of what the scripture's telling us. They're looking here and looking there and not and they're being tossed to and fro instead of really study to show yourself approved, the workman rightly dividing the word or the understanding. Here a little, there a little, everywhere the word. The truth is everywhere. But you need to seek it out and you know, see it for yourself. And then you can make a, hopefully a right judgment. You can weigh the, you know, you can weigh it. Is this right or is this right? And the only way you're going to know that is by studying it and seeing it and applying it for yourself in your life. And we're just endeavoring to help people get to that place. Because not everybody's on the same uh, level of understanding. I'm not saying that they're that they're stupid or nothing like that. I don't mean it in that sense. I'm just saying that they're not, they don't see it right at this point in time. But there are a lot that do. Everybody's on a different level. And we're just trying to bring everybody up to where we can all be at a level to where we can grasp it, understand it, and go forward. Because it's it's coming to where the rubber's going to meet the road. I mean, the 15th, around the 14th or 15th of September, like he said, that's the end of the Jubilee. Then it says the judgment of, you know, the Creator's going to come on the people. And that's sometime around October 11th. And then that planet that everybody thinks it's not there, they're going to be able to see it in the northern sky sometime around you know, possibly around December or maybe before, like what Wolf was saying. You know, what are they going to do when they see it? There's only going to be a certain amount of time before things start to happen. How are you going to prepare or store up like, I mean, I've talked to, I don't know how many people, they've had dreams and visions of the Creator showing them they have to store up now. Because if not, by the end of summer, and summer's just about over with. And there ain't going to be food in the stores. There might be some now. But in a matter of a day to three days, there ain't going to be a store in America that's going to have any food because everybody's going to make a run on them. And and it's not necessarily that they're going to pay for it either. Fear's going to strike everybody. 
And right, and they'll be looting all the stores. Oh, yeah, not only that, you're going to have to protect yourself in your home, too. And so you better know who you know that you can trust because when it gets down to where there ain't no food and this and that, you know, your neighbor might be over at your house trying to get what you have to keep him and his family safe. They're not going to worry about, oh, you being good to me or not. They're going to only see one thing, survival. And, uh, you know, uh, I just hope people really take to heart some of these things. I'm not asking them to believe me, but, I mean, they can feel it within themselves that something's not exactly right, but they they can't put their finger on it. They really need to look into some of these things for themselves to where they can see for themselves. Because when it gets down to where the rubber meets the road, I'm sorry, but it's me and mine. You know, I'm going to take care of my family and my grandchildren. And, uh, you know, if I can help those that I know and trust, I will. But, you know, you can't, you, you ain't going to be able to help everybody and still survive. So you better, you better find out who you can really trust and get with them and start doing what you have to do in order to be prepared, not only spiritually, but also physically too. As above, so below. As spiritually, so in the physical body. If you want to have this age-lasting ability, you need to apply the things that it says to do. But at the same time, you got to prepare if you want to eat tomorrow too. You can't eat air. You can breathe it, but you can't eat it and keep the body alive other than breathing it, but you still got to have food to eat and water to drink. And I'm not trying to put fear into any of you. All I'm just saying is, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I mean, White Wolf and us, that's the whole purpose of this call for us to come together and reason it out and understand it, what it's really telling us. You know, that to where we can, you know, hear and do and live like the Messiah is telling the people. You know, it's it's not the churches, because what's out there now, these churches, they're all branches off of the Roman Catholic Church, whether people want to believe it or not. And if you ever wondered why they put we're like sheep being led to slaughter in there, that wasn't that wasn't from the divine creator. That was from the churches and the people that put the so-called scriptures together from the Nicene Council in 325 A.D. What they're saying is the ministers are going to lead us to slaughter because we're listening to every word they say instead of thinking for ourselves. And, you know, the blind lead the blind, they both fall in the ditch. Because, you know, even the Messiah teachers told them, you stand in the gate and won't go in. That's talking about lying ministers or those that supposed to know but don't do what it says. It says on the outside they're all clean and washing, but on the inside they're full of dead men's bones. And it says that they, you know, they won't go in and they won't suffer no one else to go in either. That's talking about modern-day preachers. Look at all the people all around about that don't have jobs and are barely eating. 
out there. But these ministers, they get a 65% tax credit. Remember the small churches they used to have? They're no longer small anymore. They're mega churches. And they're, they're getting that way off the people. They made merchandise of your soul. That's the reason we're bringing these calls for, to where you can hopefully see and do what the, the ancient word has been saying and read between the lines like it says, line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little, everywhere the word of Yavah. I really I mean, appreciate you sharing all that with me. It's it's exactly what I need to hear right now. And I mean, I know you're not saying it just because it's something I need to hear, and you're speaking your truth. I'm speaking from my heart. I mean, what I I feel and applying, I'm applying it myself. I mean, I love mankind, and I want to be not. You know, it says to love your neighbor as yourself, and you know. We're all brothers and sisters. We're all connected. Why wouldn't I want good for you as just like I want good for me? I don't want to do bad to you because I don't want bad happening to me. I want to do what I can do to help my fellow man and, you know, do as the Creator says to do. That's a heartfelt thing with me, and I know White Wolf, again, I'm not speaking for him, but I'm just saying, you know, we can only tell people, like like I was saying earlier, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You might can salt his feet a little bit, but it's still up to him if he's going to accept it or drink the water or not. Yeah, or you can lead a fool to wisdom, but you can't make him think. That's my favorite. <laughs> well, that too. I didn't want to say that, but, you know, and I... But that's true. No, but that's, can... none of my none of my close circles, the people that I have other than you now that Matt is gone, um, think. Well, I've been endeavoring to do what I can to help you with everything in me, but you know, I can only do so much. You have to make certain choices and want to be able to follow through with those. I mean, you know, I can, you know what I'm saying? As well as no, anybody. you're absolutely I right. And, and that's I can't why... even put my own kids. I mean, I can tell them, but it's still up to them. They have to make their choice. Well, and thank I, you, Jim, I'm, for always I'm, trying to help and always being there for us and White Wolf and everyone on this call. I really appreciate it. And, you know, your your efforts will not go... I'm blessed. I'm sure. I just well, I really appreciate. appreciate I just really appreciate you guys are always are always trying. Well, that's. I mean, from a young age, I always was seeking for the Creator and trying to understand. And now, through the years, and it's it's been quite a few years, and and I believe I, I've gained some knowledge. And I've applied what it says, and it does work. I don't have no need to even show me now because I've applied it. I know it works. It's on time every time, all the time. It's not a one-time thing or a one-time miracle that, like, people call it. It can be an everyday miracle. And I don't mean a miracle. It will literally happen. 
if you apply these truths, it will literally, you will know within yourself beyond any shadow of a doubt that I am, that I am, that I am. And you you are that, and you will see the manifestation and the fruits of it. You know, don't be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine out there. Check it out for yourself. Make sure that you have that you're standing on a sure foundation. You know, I'm just like I say, I'm not asking people to believe me. I'm hoping I spark something in them or a desire in them for them to go check for themselves. Because I'm telling you, when you see it, there ain't no man on this earth going to be able to tell you any different. Because you're going to know. Right, you know, from your own experience, your own understanding. Yes, Yes, sir, because, and believe me, that divine word and that divine law is absolutely 100% of 100%. And it does not, like it says, it is no respecter of persons. It don't care if you're red, yellow, black, or white. We're all precious in its sight. And it'll work for you as well as it'll work for me or in everyone else if we apply it the correct way and not just listen to everything that everybody's telling us out there. We have to have enough within ourselves to check it out for ourselves because our life depends on it and our family's life. Well, if you I don't mean, mind, I, at, at a later date, I would, or maybe tomorrow if you're available, I would like to share with you some things that have been going on off the call. Sure, I, I told you, any time you can call. I mean, uh, the, I'm, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not going to, even though people come to my mind, I'm not going to interfere, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Absolutely. And it says, ask and you shall receive. If you ask, I'll be there, Yahweh willing to do whatever I can. But if you don't want me there, I won't be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Well, thank well, you. you. And I, I'll, I know we've, well, I've been, you know, keeping you guys on longer than the two hours. I don't want it to run over too long. So if you want to talk um, later on or tomorrow or something, I would love that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to, we've been at right here two hours and 45 minutes, and I think we've went long enough, and I know people's got things to do tomorrow. But uh, feel free to call if you want. I'll be up for a while. Uh, okay, great. Thank you, Jim. You guys have a good night. Same to you. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine help. Folks, you, I didn't mean to... Uh, thank you, sis. I didn't mean to get to rattling here, but I'm speaking from the bottom of my heart. That's the whole purpose we, you know, have the divine mind group because we want to share what we know with our fellow man that we can come together and reason together and see the divine truths of the ever-living, that we can walk in truth and liberty and goodness and mercy and not be under some rule of some minister or some government. You know, we just need to put the government back on our shoulders and know for ourselves. And with that, I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you for coming on tonight. It means a lot. And uh, I hope to see you next week, same time, same place. Yahweh willing. Yahweh bless you. 
So I'm going to end the call. Good night, everyone.